Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now he covers the NFL for CBS Sports. John Breach making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. So, John, let's start with the breaking news from this afternoon. Cleveland Buffalo has been moved from Orchard Park. They're going to play that game in Detroit because of snow headed to the area. I, I imagine some people, particularly Southerners, might be looking at that and going, can't you just play football in snow? What's the big deal? But this is supposed to be, my understanding is at least, a historic level of snow, which makes not only playing football difficult, but like people getting to the game incredibly difficult, if not impossible. Right, Gary, you're looking at three to six feet of snow, which most Southerners probably don't see in their lifetime. Uh, So, you know, unless everyone in the city of Buffalo owns a snowmobile, there's really no easy way to get to that game. And, you know, the snow was actually supposed to trickle off based on current predictions Saturday night, Sunday morning even. But I think the concern was if you have an NFL game, you're putting thousands of fans on the road that are still icy, still covered in snow, Uh, you're sending police to the stadium that probably would have a better use somewhere else. So I think the NFL and the Bills just said, this probably isn't the best idea. Uh, And so that's how we end with a game in Detroit. And the funny thing is, the Bills have actually played a home game in Detroit before. Back in 2014, this was a very similar situation. Buffalo got nailed by snow. They moved the game to Detroit, and uh, it was a Bills-Jets game. The Bills won 38-3. And if you're a Bills fan or... Uh, you know, if you're Buffalo, this there is some good here because the Bills play on Thanksgiving in Detroit, so they can just hang out in Michigan for four days uh, until that snow melts in Buffalo and then play in Detroit twice in four days. Yeah, it really does set up nicely because, like you said, they're playing Thanksgiving Day in Detroit anyway, so they'll now play Cleveland on Sunday and then just um, set up shop in a in a local five-star hotel and, 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 and remain in Detroit uh, while Buffalo recovers from, again, what is expected to be. A historic snowstorm. I'm talking to John Breach from CBS Sports. Let's look to tonight, Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. And it's uh, Titans at Packers, which is relative to, you know, most Thursday night games, a, a pretty interesting matchup. You get a, a Titans team that is 6-3 and three and a Packers team that is still, you know, headlined by Aaron Rodgers. What is the, the main storyline going into tonight's game? Well, I think if you're the Packers, the main storyline is you need to win. Like this is, you know, the Packers aren't necessarily in must-win territory, but at four and six, you are getting there. You cannot afford very many losses because if if it takes ten wins to get into the playoffs in the NFC, which isn't that crazy to think, that means the Packers need to go six and one 
to finish the season just to get to 10 wins. And so they don't have a lot of margin for error. But if you're Green Bay, you're feeling pretty good about yourselves. You just beat the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good on Sunday. Uh, Christian Watson finally had a breakout game. So you're thinking, all right, we get the Titans. They're coming into Lambeau. It's a night game. It's going to be 25 degrees. Aaron Rodgers rarely loses in primetime games. He rarely loses when it's cold out. Uh, I think he's 10-1 and one in his last 11 games where the kickoff temperature was under 35 degrees. Uh, but then, you know, to win this game, you have to stop Terry Henry. The Packers have not done a good job of stopping the run this year. They rank in the bottom seven of the NFL. And Derrick Henry's been on a roll lately. I mean, he only had 53 yards against the Broncos. But if you go back and look at his past five games, he's averaging more than 120 yards per game on the ground. So uh, that's what the Packers are going to have to do. They figure out some way to slow down Derrick Henry. You mentioned Christian Watson. Interesting. He's uh, been targeted very infrequently much of this season, but was targeted, I believe, eight times last weekend. Four catches, 170, uh, 107 yards, three touchdowns. Obviously, the loss of Devontae Adams has been tough for Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, broadly speaking. Did they find something here with Christian Watson, a, a second-round pick? Yeah, it's been a little weird because you know, Christian Watson, the first pass that was thrown his way this season back in week one, uh, probably would have been a 75-yard touchdown, but it went straight through his hands, uh, and he just hasn't been, I think, the player the Packers wanted him to be, uh, and, but boom, then we see Sunday, and he has that breakout game. So I do think there is a little bit of trust. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers has to say, all right, you're my guy. I don't have my guy any, anymore. That was Devontae Adams. I need a new guy. Uh, I don't have a guy yet. I'm, I'm looking at all these guys on the roster, whether it's Al Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb. Uh, Rodgers just doesn't have a go-to guy yet, and maybe that's what's happening here is that he finally trusts Christian Watson and is saying, all right, this is a guy I can throw the ball to because eight targets on Sunday is a ridiculous number when you consider uh, that, that Watson didn't even have eight targets in his last four games combined. Talking to John Breach from CBS Sports. Obviously, Derrick Henry is amazing, and he'll work hard in a lot tonight, but it's hard not to notice that the Titans um, are averaging just 148 passing yards per game that is next to last in the NFL ahead of only Chicago. Can you compete for another trip to the AFC Championship game uh, throwing the ball, relatively speaking, this poorly? Uh, I would normally say you can't, but the Titans have proven me wrong already because they got the number one seed last year playing the same type of offense. Granted, uh, Derrick Henry was, was injured for a good chunk of the season, but this is not a team that likes to throw the ball now, you know, we saw Malik Willis start for two games, and that really hurt their passing totals. I think he threw for like 130 yards in one of those games and uh, even less in the other games. So when you have that factored in, uh, it really hurts the passing total. And I think that Ryan Tannehill's actually done a good job. I mean, the Broncos have one of the best passing defenses in the NFL going into Week 10, and Tannehill threw for – more than 250 yards, and he did that even though he still had a banged-up ankle. So I think, again, like we just talked about with Rodgers and getting comfortable with his guys, that Tannehill's been having that same feeling out process. Uh, you know, he lost A.J. Brown. He doesn't have his favorite guys to throw to. So you just got to figure out who you like. And, uh, you know, he looked good at the beginning of the season, week one, week two, week three, and slowed down a little bit because of the ankle injury. But I think they'll be fine just because they don't have to throw to win. It's just a nice luxury for them to have.
A headline from today, the Eagles have reached an agreement with Indomitian Sue, the star defensive tackle. How much of a needle mover is this? I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, you're thrilled. You look at what Indomitian Sue has done in throughout his career. He's been sitting out. He's pulling the Odell Beckham move where he's just sitting on the sideline, biding his time and saying, all right, I'm going to sign with a contender and you know the Eagles. You need some defensive line depth right now, uh, and so this just seems like a match made in heaven here. And if I'm the other teams in the NFL or even just the NFC, I'm saying, my God, I should have called Indomica up and offered a million more dollars in the Eagles just so he did not end up in Philadelphia. But that will definitely give them some pass rushing help, some uh, help stuffing the run. We saw the Washington Commanders, a big reason they won on uh, a Monday night was because of their ability to run on Philly. And I think that Philly kind of looked at themselves in the mirror and said, how do we stop that? What do we do? We'll sign Indomitian Sioux. So this is definitely a big move for Philly. Washington goes to Philadelphia on Monday night, wins the game as a double-digit underdog. Taylor Heineke gets iced out on the plane. Carson Wentz is still unavailable, so they don't have to make any sort of grand announcement. They're just playing the guy who is healthy. But ultimately, Heineke's now 3-1 and one as a Washington starter do you suspect even when Wentz is healthy, this is going to be Heineke's team? Yeah, I have to think so. I know that Ron Rivera has been trying to play it down the middle uh, with Carson Wentz now coming off injured reserve, saying, ah, you know, we'll see what happens. But you cannot bench a guy who is three and one and has wins over the Eagles, the Packers, and they could be four and zero. They almost beat the Colts. They lost, or they almost beat the Vikings. They lost twenty to seventeen to Minnesota. So. Uh, I think Heineke has been playing well enough to keep the job. And to be honest, I think if Ron Rivera bench Heineke and put Wentz in there, he might lose the locker room. And that's not something you really want to risk at this point. So if I'm a player on that team and I say, all right, we started one and four with Carson Wentz. Uh, we got Heineke who's gone three and one. Why in the world will we play Carson Wentz? So uh, I would be shocked if uh, Carson Wentz gets his job back. I'm wrapping up here with John Breach, NFL writer for CBS Sports, also on the Pick 6 pod, which you can – uh, listen to, subscribe to anywhere you find podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Last thing before I let you go, you mentioned Odell Beckham. He's still sitting there. There's been speculation that he might sign with the Cowboys. I read earlier today uh, the Bills could be an option. Ultimately, uh, two questions. Do you think Odell Beckham plays football this season? If so, where? I do think he plays football this season. I, it's just He's been kind of holding out, wants to get fully healthy. You know, him waiting this long made a lot, a lot more sense because he's still trying to recover from that torn ACL that he just suffered in February. Uh, and then, you know, the best part for him is that when you're sitting till late November, uh, you don't have to You only have to sign with a good team. You know, he was thinking about the Packers and the Rams as teams he might sign with. Well, those teams are off the table because he's not going to waste his time uh, signing with a team that has a losing record through 10 weeks. So I think if you look at the most likely options – I would probably have to say Buffalo or Dallas. If I was betting right now, those are the two teams I'd bet on. Uh, the Chiefs were up there, but I think now they've traded for Kadarius Tony. They'd probably sit out the sweepstakes. The Ravens may be possible, uh, but I'm not sure that Odell would want to play in that offense that isn't exactly a, a pass-happy offense. Uh, so if I had to bet right now, definitely Buffalo or Dallas. That is John Breach, NFL writer for CBS Sports. Make sure you're reading him. CBSSports.com. Listening to him on the Pick 6 pod and following him on Twitter. At John Breach, that's at J-O-H-N-B-R-E-E-C-H. Terrific stuff as always, buddy. I appreciate your time. Yep, thanks for having me, Gary. All right, bye-bye. That's John Breach from CBS Sports. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.